morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. So we get into the Word of God and talk about it and allow it to change us, to inform us, to edify us, to inspire us, to make us strong Christians. That's our desire. And the Word of God's necessary. We feed on it. The Word of God feeds our soul. Just like food feeds our body, the Word of God feeds our soul and makes us strong and mighty for God. So, so glad to have you along. Welcome. I'm talking today, we'd like to look today at this concept of, an important concept related to salvation. And the question, are good works required of me in order to be saved? The Bible teaches some good news for all of us. Many people think that God judges us and and bases his judgment upon have we been good enough. And the reality, if you're honest with yourself, you look at what Scripture teaches, we've all broken God's law, we've all fallen short, and as a result, none of us is good enough. Really, none of us is good enough to save ourselves. The Bible teaches salvation is a gift from God on the basis of faith in Jesus Christ. We look at at Romans chapter 4, for instance. And here he's laying out the case, and he asks this, For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the Scripture say? Abraham believed God. He believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now Paul goes on, he says, Now to the one who works, the wages are not considered, not credited as a favor, but as what is due. But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. That last part is pretty awesome. That our God justifies the ungodly who have faith in Jesus Christ. That's good news. You don't have to clean yourself up before you become a Christian. God, Jesus Christ, is our great Redeemer, our great physician. And just like you go to the doctor when you're sick, you don't wait till you get all better to go see the doctor. Likewise, you come to Jesus when you're sinful, when you're a sinner, when you're godless, and he justifies you as his gift, not as something you do, not as something he owes you, but as a gift he gives out of his graciousness, kindness, mercy, and love. This is the gospel message. We don't ever, ever, ever want to lose sight of how important this is. We see the same concept about boasting. See, because this is what Paul's saying here. If if you are saved by being good enough, you can boast about it. You can say you've earned it. You deserve it. And when you get to heaven on Judgment Day, you can kind of strut up there and say, where's what I should give me what I've deserved. No, people will be in heaven will be humble and they'll acknowledge, I didn't deserve this. This was God's graciousness and kindness. To God be the glory for our salvation. Paul says a similar thing over in Ephesians. Look at this. For by grace, you've been saved through faith. Grace is the same root word as the word gift. And we'll see this here in a second. But God saves us not by our own goodness, but by his kindness, his gift. A gift is not earned. If you, that's what Paul, Paul was saying back in Romans. If you earn it, 
then it's what you're due. If it's a gift, it's a gift, right? You're, For by grace you've been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one would boast. So this is what the Bible teaches about our salvation. And I hope that you realize today and are grateful for the gift of God. See, God's after our heart, and he realizes the way to get our heart is not by enticing us somehow or or uh, manipulating us into our own self-righteousness. But just like anyone else, just like human interaction, an act of kindness wins a person's heart. An act of goodness to a person, a kindness, love, mercy, forgiveness is what wins a person's heart. And the gospel message is God wins us by his kindness, mercy, and, and uh, forgiveness in Jesus Christ. Otherwise, you could boast. But notice what he says here. He goes on to say, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So it's interesting. We are not saved by our good works, but we are created to do. We're created in Christ Jesus to do good works. So... These people who debate, do you have to do good works to be saved? Sometimes I wonder if they're missing. It's important that it's understood, first of all, that you're not saved by your your goodness. You're saved by the grace and mercy of God. But we don't want to pendulum swing away from that to the point of implying that good works aren't important, maybe even critical. Because it's on, on one hand, if the question is, do I, am I saved because I do good works? No, you're not. And that's important that we're clear about. But the other side of the coin is that we are saved to do good works. Good works are a part of our salvation in that they will be a outgrowth of, a part of what we what we become in Christ Jesus. To me, it's kind of like this whole debate. Sometimes I think it misses the forest for the trees. And to me, I think of it like marriage. In Ephesians 5, we, we read that marriage is a reflection of Christ in relationship to his church. And so we are to think of ourselves, the church, as the bride of Christ and Jesus as our husband, our groom. And so to me, this is kind of like a, a married couple. Say a married couple came to me, wanted me to marry them, and I was having some premarital counseling, and they told me they wanted to get married, but they wondered, they had a question, after we're married, do we have to live together? I think I would say, well, what, what do you mean? Why married people live together? That's what married people do. You live with one another. You, you're starting a family now. That's what your marriage is, is you're joining together. The two are becoming one flesh. You're leaving father and mother, cleaving to one another. And if they persist and said, yeah, but technically we just want to go and say we're married, do our vows and, and get the license, but do we have to live together? I would think somehow they had a pretty fundamental misunderstanding of what a marriage was. I'd be hesitant to want to marry them if that's what they believe. I said, well, why do you want to get married? 
Do you just want the tax advantage of it? Do you just want some financial advantage? Do you understand what a marriage is? And likewise, when people overemphasize this idea of works, keep in mind, our works do not save us. But when you overemphasize and just trumpet the idea how work, no works, no works, no works, no works, I wonder, and far be it from me to judge, but sometimes I wonder, is an impression being given that causes people not to understand what salvation is? Okay, I want to be clear. Our works don't save us. But but salvation is more than just going to heaven someday. Eternal life with Jesus Christ starts now. When you have faith in Jesus Christ, when you're born again in Jesus Christ, we get salvation, we get eternal life now. It starts the day you have faith. You have it now if you're a believer. And we walk in that newness of life. We are a new creature now. And we live, we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. This is why he, this is part of why he saved us. It's not just to get us to heaven. That's, to me, that it, it, it's as important as that is. It misses so much of what the salvation is all about. So today, my friend, today, are good works necessary in order for you to be saved? No. Are good works an integral part of what your salvation is all about? Yes. You have become a new person. You have become the bride of Christ. You're invited to leave and leave your past and cleave to him. You have a new life now, a new way, and good works and fruitful life and living a life of the fruit of the Spirit. We're just getting the beginning of it now. We have the first fruits, but it's real. And it's real and it's for us now. Father in heaven, we thank you for the grace of God, your grace, that does not require us to earn our salvation. You have, we, we still, Lord, we can't, we, we, we're, we're, we're amazed that you would choose us to be your children, your bride, to be your, to save us. And to give us such a magnificent, priceless gift that you purchased, you don't require us to purchase it. And yet, Father, we pray that this kindness on your part, this mercy, this love, would win us to yourself and our lives because you have created us in Christ Jesus for good works, that our lives would be filled with all that you have for us. I pray, Father, every one of us, we would not take your mercy for granted, but rather would be deeply motivated to live the life you have called us to live. We bless you. We thank you. Thank you. We're, we Thank you. You have good works for us to walk in this very day. Hallelujah. We're excited. What do you have planned for us this day? We pray we'd walk in them by faith, by humility, and with great love, the love of God flowing through us. Thank you, and we bless you. We pray all this in the name of our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me today. I hope this has been helpful to you. I, it's important we understand what the Bible teaches. A lot of people have really fuzzy theology, 
and it's important that we have clear theology, clear understanding of the Scripture. I hope you want to be a mighty strong Christian. I know I do. I don't want to be a just when I feel like a Christian. I want to take my faith in Christ more seriously than anything in all of life. I hope you do too. To do that, we got to make good choices consistently over time, and our life changes. That's why we're here every day. We don't want to be a just when I feel like a Christian, but we're everyday Christians because we want to be strong, mighty, all that God created us to be. So I hope you'll join me. I'll be back tomorrow morning. I'm here every day, 8.30 a.m. live. Or you can listen, watch later in the day, or listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. I hope you do. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with his love, his power, his courage, his grace, and might you walk in the good works that God has prepared for you for this very day. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.